0: Welcome to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. This is for all women, vagina CEOs, even men, and all people everywhere who want to better understand vaginal health. Y'all, I'm preaching the vagina gospel and sharing the truth worldwide. Hallelujah. I'm Dr. Janelle Howell, a pelvic floor physical therapist and your go-to resource for all things vaginal health, pelvic floor fitness, and sexual wellness. I'm teaching you everything your mama didn't about your vagina. Welcome back to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast, y'all. I am so, so Excited to get into this episode because we're going to be talking about something that everyone deserves. And that is pleasure, specifically pleasure that can come from sexual activity. Before we get into the topic today, which is three ways to cancel painful sex and enhance your sexual pleasure. I want to make sure that you're not just coming around here to hang out and leave and not commit. Okay, I don't want you to be a side chick or a weekend, babe. I want you to subscribe. I want you to be loyal to this community. So go ahead and subscribe and rate this podcast. Go ahead and give me a five star review if you have been loving it here so far. I'm looking forward to hearing from you and what you think about the podcast. So as a pelvic floor physical therapist, I work with women and people who have excruciating, painful sex. Sex is supposed to be this amazing most pleasurable activity that we look forward to, that we enjoy with someone we love, that we can't get enough of, or maybe, maybe we don't love it, but it definitely shouldn't be something that is causing us distress. That's causing us pain and suffering. Sometimes it can get so bad to where we're experiencing so much pain in our pelvis that we're now no longer dating. We're no longer looking for love. Or maybe you're already married and sex is not even on the table. You're not having penetrative sex. You're not having oral sex. You're not doing anything any of it, because it simply reminds you of feeling like a failure. It makes you feel like something is wrong with your body. So now you're avoiding it altogether. And that could be, as you would imagine, putting a lot of stress in your marriage, in your relationship, or just a lot of stress on you mentally and emotionally. So listen, we're going to talk about pleasure today. And this is so important for me to talk about on Juneteenth. If you don't know what Juneteenth is, Juneteenth is a holiday that comes once a year here in America, June 19th represents the emancipation or the freedom of all Blacks in America. So, believe it or not, on July 4th, that was actually the first Independence Day in America for white Americans, but there were still a lot of enslaved Black people in America on our original 4th of July. So, for us, technically, that is not our Independence Day, and it is June 19th. June 19th, 1865, that's when all remaining enslaved Blacks in America were declared free. They were no longer slaves. And this is our freedom day. So on Juneteenth, it's important for me to at least acknowledge, I want to acknowledge Black women right now, especially due to the Black maternal mortality crisis, all of the different pelvic health conditions that we struggle with at at much higher rates than other demographics. Black women, through research, we found that many of them have a hard time experiencing pleasure. And I'm not exactly sure why that is, but we can be having sex but not necessarily deriving pleasure from it. We can be, you know, having it without pain but not necessarily deriving pleasure from it. So I'm going to talk about three ways that you can cancel painful sex and enhance, yes, (laughs) hallelujah, enhance, grow, expand, Nourish your sexual pleasure. And this is for everyone. I want to be very clear. Even if you are not having intercourse right now, even if you're not uh, participating in a sexual relationship, can I just tell you that you still deserve to feel good in your body? You deserve to learn about sexual health. You deserve to learn what could help you get better access to pleasure. So even if you are not currently at a place where you're having intercourse or having sexual activity of any kind, you were likely born with sexual organs. You are likely born with sex hormones. And so this conversation is for you as well. Number one, if you want to start canceling painful sex and enhancing the pleasure that you feel, you have to take up more space. All right. When I say take up more space, I don't mean emotionally because that's good. That's good. Amen. Take up more space emotionally. Don't be afraid to talk about your feelings and pursue the career you want and all of that. But I'm talking about physically. Take up more physical space in your physical room, in your house. Take up more space while you're walking. Take up more space. And this is what I mean. Let your belly expand, We've been taught since we were little, oh my gosh, since I was a kid, when I was younger, I used to hold my tummy in. When I was taking a picture, I would suck my tummy in so I could look smaller, so I could take up less space. And it's many of us now who struggle with that. Even tall women and tall people learn that being tall and slender and taking up a lot of space was wrong. So you learned to slouch down and take up less space in the classroom so that you would not get bullied, right? Or maybe your your breasts are larger and you feel insecure about the size of your breasts. So you learned to slouch over and just, and to take up less space. Or maybe you're insecure about the size of your butt and your butt sticks out more than you're comfortable with. So you learn to tuck your butt under and tuck your tailbone under. You've learned to take up less space. But I want to tell you that when we do that, what we're doing is we're shortening the muscles in our body. We're shortening the muscles that need to be lengthened out in order to tolerate sex and pleasurable activities. So I'm going to go I'm going to go a step further. When you're walking, I want you to take longer strides. When you take longer strides, you're preparing your hips for movement. When you're walking down the street, I'm telling you stride. Take longer ones and you don't have to walk fast, but take longer steps. That will start mobilizing your hips in a way that takes less strain off of your pelvic floor. If our hips are stiff and tight and painful, there's going to be more pressure going down on the pelvic floor because the sides of the pelvis are not able to absorb that impact. Think of a balloon that you're squeezing. The size of that balloon can't take the expansion because you're squeezing on it. All the pressure goes down, right? Right. But if we let go of that balloon, then the pressure is able to be exerted on the other parts of the balloon. And that's what happens when we have tight hips, when we suck in our tummy. Sucking in your tummy is no different than than squeezing a balloon. All that pressure goes down and that can cause the pelvic floor to want to tighten up in response or it can become weakened as a result if this is done over time. So take longer strides when you walk. Expand your belly. If you're not working out at the gym, doing a core workout, there's really no need to be constantly tensing your belly. Let that thing go. Let that thing go. Let that belly flop. Free your belly. Use your voice more. Take up more, more space in the atmosphere, The more you talk, when you have something to say, I'm not telling you to start talking when there's nothing on your mind and just be like, cherries and berries, I feel so good. No, you don't have to do that. But when there's something on your heart and you need to say something, say it. I want you to take up more space. Let your vocal cords, let your sounds ripple through the air, okay? When you talk, you activate your voice muscles and your voice muscles also Work with your pelvic floor muscles. So whenever you talk, you're using your pelvic floor. On deeper sounds, deeper notes, our pelvic floor relaxes more. When we speak high or sing high, our pelvic floor contracts more. So take up more space in that way by using your voice more. more. And And what else do I mean? I mean, when you're having intercourse or when you're having sexual activity of any kind, make more noise. Okay, make more noise again, because like we just said, Using your voice muscles also activates your pelvic floor muscles and you want those muscles to be active. You want those muscles to be engaging with you as you're engaging in the sexual activity. If you sat for three hours, not necessarily consecutively, but let's say you sat for three hours at work today, you need to be stretching for about mm, 30 minutes. And it may not happen all at once, but maybe you do five minutes of stretching in the morning. And then you do five minutes of standing stretches at work. And then in the evening, at nighttime, you do 20 minutes of stretching. You won't be able to do this every day. Don't trip. Don't stress out. But the point is, if you're sitting for a long time, you're taking up less space. Your body is in a shortened position. Let me say that one more time because we sit for a long time. I'm sitting while I'm recording this podcast. When we're sitting, we're taking up less space. Our body is in a shortened state. Our hips are shortened. Our pelvic floor is shortened. But when you stand, your body is lengthened out. So that's going to help to stretch the pelvic floor, to lengthen the pelvic floor and create the opening, the state of opening that's necessary to have not just pain-free sex, but pleasurable sex because we want sex to feel good. We want to crave it. We want to look forward to it. We definitely don't want to be scared of it. We don't want to be avoiding it unless that is a personal conviction that you're avoiding it for a health reason or you're avoiding it for a uh, religious reason that's personal. The next thing I'm going to say is this, when you are struggling with painful sex, make sure that you're also being honest with what you're feeling, okay? So take up more space. Take up more space emotionally by really letting your partner know. About half of people that struggle with painful sex don't even tell their partner. We don't even tell our partner. So our partners are thinking that we're enjoying it (laughs) Oh, my gosh. How many people are thinking that we are enjoying ourselves and they're getting a big head? Their ego is just boosting every time they think we're having a good time. Does that feel good? Yes, that feels good. Meanwhile, it hurts. Be honest. Take up the space necessary because when we take up space physically with our body, we're, we're relaxing our belly. We're taking those strides, right? We're stretching our bodies more. We're taking up more, more space in the air by letting our sounds ripple through the air. We're practicing taking up space and that's going to teach our bodies how also to open up more during intercourse, during sexual activity, during sex. So listen, that's number one, take up more space. N- number two. Practice receiving more. So as we talked about with number one, when you have a body that is restricted, the muscles are stiff. You experience a lot of anxiety. You're always clenching your body. Your muscles are shorter. That's why I was telling you to take up more physical space so we can lengthen out and open up that vagina, open up that pelvic floor. But then also, I want you to practice receiving more because our body is receptive, As women and as vagina CEOs, as people who are blessed with the responsibility of caring for a vagina, the portal of humanity, our bodies are created. Our bodies are made to receive. What do I mean? Our bodies receive tampons. Our bodies receive speculums when we go to see the gynecologist and they do the pap smear or they do the cervical screen. Our bodies are made to receive when the nurse or the doctor does that cervical check when we're pregnant. Our bodies are made to receive when we're having penetrative intercourse and a penis goes in and out of the vagina. Our bodies are made to receive when we use the pessaries to hold up our our sexual organs, our uterus, our, our bladder, whatever it may be. A pessary is a device Inserted into the vagina that can help uplift the organs that may have started to droop down if you have prolapse. And prolapse is a condition that can happen to um, a woman or anyone, even if you don't identify as a woman. Um, it's a condition where one of the pelvic organs droops lower into the vagina or any orifice. So it could be your anus, your vagina, or your urethra. And so, for example, if your bladder is drooping down towards the vagina, that can cause a sense of heaviness, a bulging sensation inside of your vagina. And so a pessary can lift things up, right? It can help to support. The number one thing you should be doing for prolapse is seeing a pelvic floor physical therapist. But talking more about our bodies receiving, that is the vagina's job. To receive semen and to take it to the uterus To receive a sex toy or a finger or a penis and enable us to feel pleasure, that is one of the major jobs of the vagina. It's not the only job, and we're not made only for sex, (laughs) but that is one of the primary jobs of the vagina. So by practicing receiving more, this is what I want you to do. When you're thirsty and you have a partner, or you have someone that cares about you, I want you to ask for a cup of water. Babe, can you get me a cup of water? I do this all the time with my boyfriend. When I go over his apartment, I go, babe, can you get me some lemon water? Because I love lemon water. That's my thing. When I go out to restaurants, I don't even get juice or anything. I get lemon water. And so... I'm practicing receiving. It's one thing to receive when someone voluntarily gives you something. But it's another thing to say, you know what? I deserve this thing. And I'm not going to necessarily wait for someone to give it to me if they're not doing it on their own. I am going to ask and then wait for the response. Would you be able to rub my back tonight? Are you willing to put the clothes over there for me, babe? Doing that more can help you to start receiving more. Ask for that time off. Don't, you don't have to wait until you're going out of the country. You don't have to wait until you're going out of town. Ask for time off. Can I have Friday off? Can I have Monday off? Let them know when you're sick. Don't wait until you're, in, until you're about to go into the hospital. You're that sick. Any type of sickness, mental sickness, emotional sickness physical sickness. And no, you're not telling your boss, hey, I'm emotionally sick today. (laughs) Can I have it? No. They didn't ask you what type of sick you are. They just want to know if you're sick or not. And if you're sick, you don't need to be coming to work because the quality of your work is not going to be good. You are a risk to those around you when you're mentally sick. Listen, you make her somebody out when you don't need to. So receive more. Ask for the things you want. Be specific about it. When someone gives you a compliment, do not downplay it. Like, oh girl, no, no. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. By practicing to receive more, you're now priming yourself of what to do during sex. This is just number two, practice receiving more. When you're having intercourse, instead of tightening up and trying to restrict and trying to make everything super tight and tense or clenching because you're afraid of pain or tightening up because it feels uncomfortable. If it feels uncomfortable, number one, just know that you don't have to continue. But if it's at a level where it's like, okay, yes, I feel a mild pain or I feel discomfort, but I am also desirous of continuing this activity. I want to experience this with my partner. Then I want you to think of your vagina opening up to receive everything that's coming in. That's the vagina, it's receptive. So think about your vagina like opening like a flower, blooming open to get all the pleasure that's coming in. You want your nerves to pick up every single ounce of vibration, of pressure, of touch. You wanna feel it all. When you open up your muscles, you enable more blood flow to reach your clitoris and to reach your vagina and your uterus if you still have it. And that is going to enable you to feel more pleasure, more lubrication, more arousal. When there's decreased blood flow because the muscles are tense and the muscles are clamping down on those blood vessels, there's less arousal, there's less pleasure, there's less lubrication. And all of those things can contribute to inability to orgasm, right? If we're not even aroused, then of course, it's going to be harder to orgasm. Or if the muscles are so stiff, it'll be harder to orgasm. So when you're having sexual issues, activity, whether it be oral sex or whether it be penetrative sex, whatever it is for you. I want you to literally imagine your vagina like this receptacle for pleasure. Let it all in and try not to close off. Get all of that pleasure in. So practice receiving more so that when you are getting freaky, you dropping it low, you busting it open, then you need to know how to not just let go but how to receive what's coming into your body number three number three number one was take up more space physically and literally number two was practice receiving more and number three if you want to cancel pain sexual pain if you want to cancel pain with sex and you want to enhance your sexual pleasure then you want to either work with a pelvic floor physical therapist or you want to learn from one and here let me just tell you that you're in luck (laughs) You're in luck. I'm not trying to pat my own my own back, but I am a pelvic floor physical therapist. If you're able to work with one, great. If you're able to work with one in person, great. If you're not, whether it's because of a lack of money, a lack of transportation, a lack of desire, you do not want to work with a pelvic floor physical therapist. Maybe you're uncomfortable with it. You know, maybe that triggers you. I don't know. Then learn from one. I can't tell you how many messages I've gotten from people on Instagram who have sent me a message and said, Janelle, I am no longer experiencing pain anymore and I'm having the best sex of my life. I've been watching your videos and doing your exercises and I've come to your vast Stretch Labs. Just learning more of those exercises have really helped me not to feel pain. I'm having the best sex of my life. I've gotten a message from someone who said, Janelle, I've been married for years and I've never had an orgasm. I practice doing your exercises, relaxing my pelvic floor, doing diaphragmatic breathing. And that led to the big event today. And I had my first orgasm. I've gotten a message from someone who had vaginismus. Vaginismus is a condition where Sometimes nothing can get into the vagina, not a finger, not a Q-tip, not a penis, not a speculum. When you go see the gynecologist, nothing. And as you can imagine, this can create a lot of distress. It can literally destroy someone's experience with their relationship. And so this person who had vaginismus, she told me that she came to my Vast Stretch Labs last year. And these are classes that are just anywhere from $15 to about $25. They're exercise classes where I teach you pelvic floor exercises for an hour with me. So you work out with me for a full hour on a Sunday, the first Sunday of the month. She told me she no longer has vaginismus anymore. She had sex with her husband for the First time in years. And I was so excited hearing this because it gave me hope to know that even if people don't have access to a pelvic floor physical therapist, anyone can have access to the internet. Well, not anyone, even that requires, you know, privilege. Not everyone has the internet. But for the most part, it's more easily accessible. So keep coming back to these podcasts, y'all. I want to be sharing with y'all so many tips on how to feel better in your body, how to learn your body, and ultimately how to love your body. And not just love your body, but love what your body can do for you. So if you're able to work with a pelvic floor physical therapist, great. Some options that I have for you there is to go to my website, com, and you can use my directory if you want to in-person Pelvic Floor Physical Therapist. If you want to join my wait list, you can do that as well. I'll drop that link in the show notes if you want to work with me and join my one-on-one wait list. Because listen, canceling sexual pain is one of my favorite things to do. I love to hear that you're having more pleasure, you're getting wetter during intercourse, during sex, that your orgasms are stronger, that you're having sex and it's feeling great. I love that because I believe that everyone deserves to feel good in their body. And we have the right to experience the pinnacle of pleasure. So, if you've enjoyed this episode and you really like the content, I want you to do something for me. Just write this. Give me a five-star review. Let me know that you enjoy what you're learning here on this podcast. You're going to help this podcast to reach the world. Thank you so much for listening. And I cannot wait to get back to this podcast again next Monday. So subscribe, rate, and leave me a five-star review. And I will see you again next week Monday for the Vagina Rehab Doctor Podcast.